Congratulations are in order to my small beachside burg, as our airport was recently named one of the world's most scenic approaches. This by Private Fly, a booking platform for private jet charters, talk about being bougie, wherein they ranked the Orlando Melbourne International Airport as the most scenic runway approach in the United States and number six worldwide. This is the second year in a row we've made the list. And I'll tell you, it's because when you fly in, you come over the Atlantic Ocean as the waves crest softly on the shore. Then you fly over the barrier island. Hey, wave, because that's where I am. Then over the intercoastal waterway before you touch down safely at the airport. Hey, welcome. I'm glad you're here. To all you folks in the flyover states, you should fly over mine. It's phenomenal. But before I go boasting, I'll tell you, I do want to regale another story of an airport on that list, as well as talking about gambling, shoe shines, and the islands, all today as we archipelago joshing around. The 10th most scenic runway approach in the world can be found in Miami, and not far away is Fisher Island. This is home to folks that aren't just bougie, but truly living in the leisure class, as the per capita income there is $2.5 million per year. That's over a million dollars higher than number two on the list, which is in the heart of Silicon Valley. Keep in mind the low sample sizes. There's only 218 households on Fisher Island, with just 467 people. Only accessible by boat, helicopter, or ferry, you know the Coast Guard's work in overtime around that place. Fisher Island was once a one-family island, home to the Vanderbilts, before being opened up to the lower upper class. When I talk about the leisure class, I'm not referring to myself again as a hyper-local man of leisure. Now, that's just a kind way to say... I stay near my home and loaf about. Instead, I'm referring to an 1899 work by Thorstein Veblen called The Theory of the Leisure Class, wherein he discusses division of labor, social class, and consumerism, while also shaming contemporary lords of the manor, i.e. those who own the means of production. It's these folks, he says, who partake in the unproductive practices of conspicuous consumption and conspicuous leisure. Useless activities, he says, that contribute to nothing. Huh. Sounds a lot like social media today. While still a member of the working class, I too enjoy the practice of conspicuous consumption and leisure. One of my favorite ways to spend my leisure time is basking on a beach somewhere in the Caribbean. Sadly, it's been a second since I set foot in that sparkling sea. In 2013, my wife and I visited St. Martin for our honeymoon. More precisely, we landed down on the Dutch side of St. Martin, at the Princess Juliana International Airport, which is another one on the list of top 10 most scenic approaches in the world. This is because the airport has a very low altitude flyover landing approach, owing to one end of its runway being extremely close to the shore and Maho Beach. And there's a sunset bar right there at Maho Beach where you can soak up the sun, sip on a pina colada, and inhale the jet fume. The best way to visit the Caribbean doesn't matter the island. Just rent a Jeep, buy a map, get a bottle opener, and as many local beers as your cooler can hold, and start visiting every beach you can hit until it's time to fly home. 
Driving around in the Jeep, though, can get sketchy fast once the sun goes down. But I'm not here to point fingers or be overly descriptive because every place can have its rough patches. Instead, I'll tell you that I want to be invited to one of the parties that go on at the bodegas on the roadside because you can hear it coming from a mile away. It's like island trap music. just And there's a Heineken sign hanging from the window, low lighting, maybe one pool table, and a cooler that's maybe warming beers to 53 degrees. Hey, still, it sounds so loud, fun, and free in there. Count me in. I'm out, though, when it comes to gambling on vacation. I just don't see the fun in that. I like to work to make money. I don't want to go on vacation to try and then earn more because it is really a losing endeavor. All the odds are in favor of the house, and that's why so many of those casino owners live in the likes of places like Fisher Island. In any event, I made the mistake in St. Martin of stumbling into a casino, and I was ready to go. Hypothetically speaking, I might have built a craps table back home and done a whole lot of practicing to get the feel of the game. I say hypothetically because apparently in Florida, just owning a craps table is a felony. So let's move past that to say that I thought I knew exactly what I was doing, but I wandered in that casino and 15 minutes later, I was out 500 bucks. That's not to say I don't vote yes on gambling, because I do. Even though it's been proven to me that casinos tend to depress a local area, they don't bring high-paying jobs, and just like the games themselves, favor tends to tilt towards the house at the expense of the local community at large. That said, I want everybody to be free to do what they choose. I just don't like the table games because I've seen the odds and I feel like a mark to be trimmed every time I sit down. At least with horse racing or sports betting, I think I can gain enough knowledge and information to get an edge just like the Sharps. I'm usually totally wrong, but that doesn't stop me from trying. As for the state lottery, though, that's a total scam. And every time you buy a ticket, you're just asking to be taxed in hopes to get a refund. Not being much of a gambler, the last time I was in Las Vegas was for a work trip. I flew into McCarran International Airport, which doesn't have the most scenic approach, left the airport got to my hotel and spent the rest of the time just taking the hotel shuttle to and from the offices I was doing business with. My only real entertainment was taking a cab ride to the In-N-Out Burger to get it animal style. It was great except for the fact that the cab driver told me all about his dream of living in Thailand, at which he described in graphic detail. I will not repeat a word of it because I don't want it recorded forever on the internet. Let's just say I was happy to have my burger and be out of that cab forever. Wasn't long before my work was done and I was back at McCarran International. Being an airport in Vegas, there are slot machines in the airport, so I finally succumbed to put a dollar in the machine, at which I won enough to buy a venti caramel macchiato and get a shoe shine, which for me is like hitting the jackpot. Shoeshine boys, which is what they call men who shine shoes, used to be on every corner of every city everywhere. But nowadays, you really only find them in the biggest cities or at major airports because, on the whole, men don't wear shinable shoes anymore. Back when they did, though, it was easy to shine a shoe. What really made you your money was what they called popping the rag. And that's putting on a show as you shined the shoe, really making that rag work. Talking up a storm as you popped on it every time you pulled on the heel or slapped on the toe. You got to make sure those people know that you are working hard while they sit there and read that newspaper. Spit this, polish that, whap, whap, pop, pop, pam. Bam, there you go, mister. Looking better than ever. Don't forget to end with a compliment. 
and throw them a mint. That's how you increase your tip. That's not to say you have to be boastful or braggadocious while you're doing a job well done, just to let people know that you are doing that job indeed. As Benjamin Franklin said, if you want something done, hire a busy man. And I like to believe he said that because the universe rewards activity. Once you get started, people see it, and they reward that energy in kind. So keep on doing what you do. Make sure people know it so you're top of mind, and the next thing you know, we'll all be neighbors on Fisher Island. Before we board our helicopters, boats, or ferries, though, let's put a polish and shine on this show. For me, conspicuous creation might just be the key to living that life of leisure, always on vacation. You know, here at least I do control the means of production. So before I go island hopping, let me just keep the axe to the grindstone and do some brow mopping. While you're working, be sure to sing your own praises and make it clear to the universe you're owed a raise. And I'll be here to add some sizzle the next time we stake our claim to another scenic approach, touch down and start joshing around.